Thank you so much for joining in to today's podcast from Caleb Perkins Ministry. We pray that today's podcast will be uplifting and encouraging in your walk with the Lord. Now here's today's podcast. What's going on, everyone? I'm so excited for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, As I've been in prayer and reading the scriptures, I really wanted to uh, talk about and discuss seasons. Now, there are a lot of things to say about seasons. You know, we know through scripture that we should uh, understand and recognize the season in which we're in. And I want to get into that a little bit today of us discussing, you know, exactly what those seasons could consist of in our lives and our uh, really our perspective on how we handle and how uh, how we're uh, walking our Christian life through the seasons that are presented before us. So, you know, I really want to encourage us that as we go through our Christian walk, that we are not looking at the current season that we're in and being angry or upset or disgruntled towards God, but that we are praying and asking the Lord to give us understanding and guidance in the midst of uh, the situation and the season in which we find ourselves in, which is what, you know, mature believers should be doing. We should be uh, doing these things, and it's like, you know, you might be sitting there saying, well, yeah, Caleb, uh, you know, I understand that I should go to God. The thing is, is I don't feel like I uh, can go to God, and that is the lie of the enemy. The enemy always tries to get us to be so far removed from the Lord. You know, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, uh, they hid themselves from the Lord. The Lord was looking for them. He wanted to have a conversation with them. He wanted to spend time with them, you know, and they had just fallen, and now they are hiding in the bushes from the Lord. And we see that the enemy still plays the exact same tricks on us today, as far as us uh, removing ourselves and being distant away from God. Uh, God's desire is that we would grow close to Him in relationship and fellowship. This is why He sent His Son, Jesus, to die on the cross to take our sins so that we could be reconciled back to the Father and be empowered by the Holy Spirit. So we see um, just the beautiful message of the Trinity and the gospel in our lives and how it how it plays out. So I really want to give us some practical applications today. I do want to read um, out of Ecclesiastes, and this is a familiar passage of Scripture for a lot of people, especially when you're talking about seasons and times. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3, I'll be reading uh, from verse 1 through 8, and it's it starts in verse 1 here. That says, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain, and a time to lose. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to sow. A time to keep silent, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. A time of war, and a time of peace." 
And I find this uh, very uh, relevant for us. I think, you know, if you look at any any generation or person, you know, that has walked in this Christian life or the or the faith that this this verse and passage of scripture is going to be very relevant for you in your life and also uh, beneficial in understanding. Right, so there are seasons for everything and every purpose. That is what we see in verse one, and as he as um, we see in the scriptures, it goes and it tells. And there's a lot of contrasting ideas, right? There's uh, you know the going through them, born a, a time to be born and a time to die. Well, obviously those are the the contrasting ideas, right? <clears throat> so why do uh, we? Not only, I guess my, my question would be, why do we have such issues, or why do we not perceive exactly the season in which we are in? That is the difficulty. That is where the tension is. It's not actually recognizing, you know, okay, here's the season that I'm in. I got it. Yeah, no, but it's, it's actually making sense and understanding that season so that while you're there, you're understanding the purpose of it. Does that make sense? So what what I think of when I start reading the scriptures is I think about the different times in my life. And if you're listening to this and you are, you know, you're you're older and you're you're sitting there thinking, man, I can resonate with this in my life. That you have gone through a variety of seasons in your life. Now the uh, the Christian, I guess the the religious lie. Let's say that not just specifically Christian, but the religious lie is that there's only going to be one season in your life, and it's going to be constant. Well, that's not true. You are going to have a variety of seasons. There are multiple seasons that are going to come into your life. And there's going to be seasons, like if you think seed time, harvest, planting, so there's a time to till the ground, there's a time to plant the seed, there's a time to cover it, there's a time to water, there's a time to weed, and then there's a time to gather the harvest. So, you know, in all of those things, they're they're vital for the overall product. What is it? You're planting something to receive, and when it, there's a time to sow, and then there's a time to reap. And we we see this and we understand that. But I find that there's a lot of difficulty when there's the disconnect between us understanding what God's trying to do in our lives versus us trying to make sense of, you know, our everyday life. So we have our everyday life and we're like, all right, well, it seems like I've been in this never ending rut. Here's the thing. There is a lesson. There is a a purpose. There is a... Um, a design that God is creating right in the middle of the situation and the storm. I'm not saying that God creates every bad or negative thing that happens in your life, but God is aware of it, okay? God is not absent in His awareness of the situation that you're in, right? Just like when the disciples were on uh, the boat and the storm had come and Jesus was walking on the water uh, he was very much aware of the situation of the storm. He was very much aware of the situation that they had gone in in their life. And he was trying to get them to keep the focus on him, right? Like, don't worry about the storm. You need to keep your focus on me. And I find that 
This is so true, especially in the seasons that I can recall in my life that were some of the most difficult seasons that I've gone through. May not be the most difficult because, you know, I I don't know, I'm not I have not crossed over to the other side yet. So, you know, when I when I look back on my life, I may be getting ready to move into a more difficult season or I might be getting uh at, into a season of ease. I mean, we have to understand, you know, what the seasons that we're in to honor them appropriately and to place the value on them and say, you know what? No, this is, this is, I need to see what I'm supposed to learn in this season where I'm at right now. What is this situation? And this is why having the personal relationship with the Lord and being led by the Holy Spirit is so vital for our lives. You know, people will say, well, brother, do you turn the other cheek or do you flip tables and make a whip? Yes. What do you mean? Yes. Be led by the Spirit. There are times for you to turn the other cheek, and then there are times for you to flip tables and make whips. What? Yeah, that you have to be led by the Spirit. Not one thing is going to work for every single person. And this is why it is so vital for us to have that personal relationship with the Lord, that we can seek Him, and we can ask and gain understanding in the middle of the storm and the situation. I've read uh, previously... A couple episodes ago, I was talking about James chapter 1, where it says, Hey, if you lack understanding, you know, call on the name of the Lord and ask Him, and He will be faithful to give you understanding in the middle of the situation. This is the same chapter that says, When you fall into various trials, to count it all joy. How do you do that? How do you count it all joy when you're in the middle of the trial? To understand that what is going on is going to either refresh you or strengthen you. It's either going to be a season. So I call these the, you know, the two seasons, right? Like you, there are a multiple variety of seasons, but I find these as the two big categories. There's a season of ease and then there's a season of trials. So a lot of times anything that, that is of that difficult category is going to be found in those seasons of trials where the season of ease seems like, man, everything's going right. And the, the discouraging part is that when a lot of people find themselves in a season of trial, they are, the first thing they do is they think they've done something wrong against God, and that's why they are being punished to being put in the trial. But I want us to change the way that we think in, in our perspectives and actually seek the Holy Spirit and find out. Can it be a, a form of punishment? I suppose it could, but I, 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 the way that I read the Scriptures... I am more inclined to think that God is trying to grow and mature you in the middle of the trial, in the situation, in the adversity that you come up against. So I look at it kind of like lifting weights, right? So when you lift weights, you're actually pushing or pulling a weight, and you're creating micro tears in your uh, muscle tissue, that allows the blood flow to go through your, your muscle fibers, and then they rebuild and they grow stronger. You're actually tearing your body down to build it back stronger. And I think that's tr definitely true in the middle of seasons of trials that we find ourselves in, that they are great opportunities 
to help us build, right? But we have to make sure that we are lifting it appropriately. You can lift the same weight incorrectly and cause yourself serious injury and harm. You can do the same thing in the middle of a trial. What was meant to be good for you and to strengthen you and to encourage you uh, ends up becoming something that destroys you and crushes you. Uh, And that has to do a lot with uh, perspective and also us being led by the Holy Spirit. If we're not led by the Spirit, we're going to find ourselves lifting inappropriately during the during the trial and the season that we find ourselves in. And you know, and then the other flip side, so you have the season of trial, and the other way you have the season of ease. So in a season of ease, it looks like, you know, nothing can go wrong. You're like, man, I just must be, you know, God's favorite or whatever, you know, and it's like, no, you really need to take those moments, those seasons of ease and seek the Holy Spirit and find out why you're in a season of ease. If there's extreme peace going around you and extreme refreshing, it's like, yeah, take that moment and get refreshed, get healed up, because guess what? There will be a season of trials that is coming around the corner, right? If you've ever heard the old expression, you know, it's only down from here, that's that's pretty accurate in your life, right? If you're at the top of your life and everything's going great, it's like, dude, things can only get worse from here. But it's not in us anticipating things getting worse, but it's us appropriating and saying, okay, the Lord's given me a season of ease right now. He's given me this this moment of peace. What should I do in it? Get refreshed. Get healed up. You know, when I was uh, a soldier in the Ranger Regiment, you know, we would go on deployment, and when we would come back from the, the combat rotation, we would come back and we would have... Uh, two weeks of just R&R, refreshing. Why? It's just a time to just decompress. You're not doing anything that's associated to the military. You're on leave. You're just, you're just chilling. You're just hanging out. You know, why did you do that? Because you just came out of a season of trials. You came out of difficulty. And, you know, the Lord does the exact same thing with us, right? The Lord is managing us. He is, he is uh, growing us. He's, he's strengthening us. He also knows the season that we need to be in to maximize our growth, right? There is a, you know, God's not going to put you in, in an inappropriate season where you think, oh, I should have been in this and I should have been in that. That's where we get into the place of judgment. And now we are placing ourselves in a, in a seat of judgment towards God. And that is never a good place to be in. We always, when we think about seasons and uh, the times that we find ourselves in, we should always be looking at these as opportunities for growth and strength. So I really want to encourage you, if you're listening to this, you know, you might be sitting here going, man, so what, do you just uh, laugh in the middle of great adversity? In a way, yeah, you kind of are. Uh, you know, if you've if you've been listening to the podcast or you've uh, watched any of the videos that I have, normally I, I have a... Um, uh, it's a, a frame, and on the back of it, it says, Embrace the Suck. And it is a military motto that I have used in my Christian walk to explain a lot of things. There are hardships that we will endure as believers. Christ told us this. The early church fathers have told us this, that for following Christ, you are denying yourself, picking up your cross, and following Him. 
there will be seasons of trials. There will be seasons of adversity. There will be seasons of, uh, you know, great difficulty. However, you have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you to strengthen you in the middle of that difficulty, in the middle of that situation. So this is why we need to call on the name of the Lord in our situations. We have to have that daily uh, devotional life with the Lord. We have to. It cannot just be in head knowledge. We can't just say, oh, I know the scriptures. I, I've read them in the book. You have to know the author. You have to. You have to have that relationship. Secondly, in that season of ease, you you still must seek the Holy Spirit every day and find out why you are in this season of ease. You need to be refreshed appropriately, right? Like when I would go on my two-week leave from uh, the military, you can use your leave inappropriately to hurt you, right? Like I, I would still go and I would still uh, work out and I would maintain my physical fitness. I wouldn't eat uh, you know, a bunch of junk food and get out of shape and things like that. Why? Because I knew that after I got off leave, I would go back to the unit and then we would be training to go back overseas and deploy again. So why would you try and put yourself... See, so we have to, we have to honor the season in which we are in and have an understanding and say, okay, if this is a season for refreshing, what exactly do I need to do to be trained up to handle this next season that's coming against me? And if you're in a season of trial, not to sit there and blame God on why this season of trial or difficulty is coming in, but that you would learn exactly the things you need to grow and to be a mature believer in the midst of the adversity and the trial. We do not know if that trial that we're in right now is going to be turned into a testimony of God's goodness that he receives the glory and we see others come into the kingdom, right? I, I'm always kind of viewing that point like, man, this suffering that I'm going through or this difficulty that I'm going through, this the way that I'm living my life right now or that I'm walking, it's like, what is this? what does this mean? There is a deeper meaning. There is a purpose behind it. There is, you know, and living your life intentionally, you know, you're not just here by happenstance. It's not an accident that you were created. You didn't take God by surprise uh, when you decided, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to do this, that, or the other. You know, the Lord wants to lead, guide, and direct you. And you might have listened to a lot of bad religious teachings, and they told you, hey, this is why. Every time something bad happens, it's because you're a terrible person, and you sinned against God, and these things happen. It's like, listen, Jesus took it on the cross for you. You are not Jesus. So you are not the one saying, no, well, I, I have to pay for this, and I have to pay for that. No, it's been atoned for on the cross. Move forward. And be led by the Holy Spirit, recognizing that you have been bought and paid for. It is your reasonable service to live for the Lord and understanding the season in which you're in. So if you have a season of ease, you're, you're thanking the Lord. You're spending that time to get built up, to be strengthened. You're not getting you know, uh, fat and lazy and sassy, right? <laughs> you're in that place where you're like, no. There's a mission, right? And if we would look at our Christian lives and our Christian walk as being soldiers for the Lord, I think we would be a lot more disciplined, and we would be uh, we would have a different perspective 
in, in, in how we lived and walked in our Christian lives. You know, when I was in the military and I was deployed and somebody shot at me, I didn't blame the army that I was being shot at. Uh, I was like, no, I've trained for this moment, right? I've trained for this. So I relied on my training that helped prepare me for the engagements that I would have overseas, right? So I, I really want to encourage you that if you're listening to this, that and you're in that season of trial or you're in that situation where it seems like it is hopeless, see, that is where the lie of the enemy is. The lie of the enemy tells you that you will remain in this season of trial forever and there is no ease, there is no peace, there is no hope. Okay, but Jesus has come to give us life and life more abundantly, and we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. Does that mean it's going to be easy? No, it will be difficult. However, it will be worth it. And when you uh, get into that place where you're hearing so clearly from the Holy Spirit, you can understand that the season that you're in, you're okay with the things that are going on around you because you understand, one, that this season that's coming in, these external forces that are pushing on all the different sides of you, they could they could be spinning you around, but the Holy Spirit is what grounds you. The Holy Spirit is what guides you and leads you through the middle of that season, regardless of it's a season of ease or a season of trial. So we want to make sure that we are uh, looking at it and viewing the season in which we are in appropriately. Why? Because there is a time for everything. There is, like it says in verse 1, to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. So when you think about that, think about, you know, your life. And what you've already experienced through your life, you've had uh, moments of sadness, you've had moments of joy, but you know, you can't appreciate the moments of joy without having the moments of sadness, right? How would you be able to differentiate what, what sadness is and joy is? How would you be able to gauge it if you've never experienced it, right? So you, you, need, to, you need to see that, hey, these are moments for me to be built up, to be equipped so that I can, you know, not be a weak, watered-down Christian. You want to be strengthened. This is why the Apostle Paul, he would say, hey, that you would be a mature believer, that you would not be a babe, that you would not be drinking the milk, but that you would be eating the meat. And when you think about what you take into your life, having that uh, relationship with the Lord, it's going to strengthen you and and right in the middle of the situation where you're at, right? A lot of people do not, your flesh does not want you to seek the Lord when you're in the middle of trial, but that is what you need to do. Your flesh doesn't want you to seek the Lord when you're in a season of ease. Why? Everything's going great, you know, and I call these the, the fourth quarter you know, five seconds on the clock, uh, Hail Mary Christians, right? They they just want to send that football and pray that they're going to end up hitting it, right? They don't really contact the Lord. They don't have that relationship unless something bad happens. And now they need a miracle and they're pressing in to seek the Lord. I'm like, man, you, you need to have that relationship, that foundation built before you get into that far of the game, right? Think about if you didn't have a coach. I'm using football analogies now. But if you didn't have a coach until the fourth quarter and then you were like, then he came in and was like, this is the one play you need. I would have liked to have heard from him the entire time, right? 
And and the Lord is our coach. He is our guide. He is our, he is he is our um, you know our helper that helps us through the situation that we are faced in. So um, I've built a well built. I've planted several fruit trees on my property, and you know when I think about uh, the seasons in which we're in, I'm often reminded of trees, right? Because there are seasons that are necessary for trees. Trees have to drop their leaves unless they're evergreen trees. Then, you know, they just maintain their, you know, their little uh, tines that's on them. But for the majority of the parts, uh, like especially around here, we have uh, soft and, and hardwoods. And these these trees, they need the seasons. The seasons are vital for their growth, right? The leaves fall off of the tree. They go to the ground. They end up decomposing. They go into the soil. It provides nutrients for the roots to be able to grow even deeper. And then the next season comes and it produces more leaves. And then it produces fruits, whatever types of fruits are, that are on the trees. So the, uh, the majority of fruit trees that I have on my property are apple trees. And uh, apples are notorious for growing branches everywhere on that tree. So there is a season of pruning that is required for you to maintain that tree. Okay, you can't just let an apple tree go and do its own thing. Will it produce apples? Yes, but they will be very small and they will not be, uh, they will not provide the best fruit. If you want good apples off of an apple tree, you have to cut off and prune the branches, the, the the sucker branches, the same way with the tomato plant. If you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know nothing about apple trees. Well, you know, a tomato plant has suckers. If there's a bunch of sucker branches that's on it, you have to be able to prune those as well. So the pruning is actually vital for receiving the harvest. And in our own lives, we have seasons where it looks like things are falling off and we are dead. But that tree is very much alive. And so are we. We are very much alive. There is very much hope in us. There's faith in us. There's the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And regardless of what the outside of that tree looks like, inside we are alive and thriving. So it's understanding and recognizing that season that we're in, and if we're in a season of pruning where things are being cut off and removed, it is vital for us to grow and produce the fruit that is needed for this next season, okay? And, you know, and I, I, I thought of this, and I wrote this down in my notes, is that the apple tree does not think of the pruning season when it is yielding fruit. In the same way, it's hard to see the harvest when you're in a pruning season. So, you know, if you are in a season of great difficulty, take hope in this, that right now there, there will be a season of ease. There will be peace. You know, this too shall pass. Why? Because we are in time, and time is constantly changing as we are progressing. There will be a time for all of these things under heaven. That's what we, we read in Ecclesiastes 3.1. But when we're in the season, we need, to, we need to honor that season in which we're in and ask the Lord to give us guidance and understanding in the middle of the season, knowing that as this season passes, it will either refresh us or it will strengthen us. But if we do not have the leading or the understanding of the Holy Spirit, we can be discouraged by the season that we're in. Okay, um, I started this off by using uh, military analogies and in my uh, military experience. But when I was training uh, rangers, 
I would, um, I would, we would go and do physical fitness. Like that was just a requirement every, every morning and even the afternoons and sometimes in the evenings, we would do physical fitness, um, requirements, not just tests, but we would go do runs or we would ruck march or we would go to the gym and we would lift, or I would just randomly have guys doing pushups to strengthen them up. And, you know, and I, and I got my guys together and I told them, I said, listen, I was like, you need to change the way that you think about physical fitness. And when I'm telling you to do push-ups, it is not because you did something or you failed. It is because I am doing this to help strengthen you so that you will be able to pass the test. Does that make sense? Because I would have a lot of guys that had not yet gone to Ranger School, and they needed to pass the physical PT test, and I knew that these some of these guys were very weak on their push-ups. So what would I do? Hey, drop and, and you know, give me 50 push-ups. Go. And they would sit there, and they would knock them down. Some of them would, would complain, and they would be like, oh, why are you doing this to me? I'm not hurting you. I'm actually strengthening you. And in the same way, the Lord does this to us. We're in a season of difficulty or trial, and we're doing push-ups. But we need to see that what we are doing is actually going to strengthen us and help us for the next seasons that's coming. And it's also going to be a testimony of God's goodness in our lives. So we need to ask the Holy Spirit, hey, give us eyes to be able to see, give us ears to hear, so that we can recognize the season in which we are in. I pray that this episode has encouraged you, it's uplifted you. Um, You all go out there, have a phenomenal day, seek the Lord, get into the Word, ask the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct you and let you uh, give you that uh, sight on what this next season is for you. Thank you so much for joining in today's episode. If you would like to learn more about Caleb Perkins Ministries, please go to www.calebperkinsministries.com.